Hey, what's up, podcast? This is Matt Shalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter, at Matt Shalava. And today I was kind of wanting to talk a little bit more about reselling and kind of where you can start out, what you can do to get yourself oriented in the right direction, start making money as quickly as possible. And I touched a little bit yesterday on garage sailing and what you can do to make money at a garage sale, how you can go out and find stuff in your neighbor's garages that they're looking to offload and just get some cash for. And you can actually wait and sell it on eBay and you give them the money, but then you're holding the item and you end up selling it on eBay for a lot more than you paid for it. You end up kind of helping out them and you by doing that. So today I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about what are the different avenues for selling items that you would find and there's a few different platforms that I use to sell stuff online and even locally so I'm going to touch a little bit on those and kind of give you a brief introduction into each of them and then I can go into a lot more detail later on actually maybe even do like an episode or two on each platform and how you can make the most of them but I'll start out with eBay because eBay is pretty much my bread and butter, and it is for a lot of people outside of Amazon. eBay and Amazon are kind of the two main reselling platforms, and a lot of people don't know about Amazon that you can resell on there, but that's another one that I'll get to in a little bit. But eBay is kind of the original reselling platform. It started way back in the 90s, and it's been going strong ever since. And a lot of resellers like eBay because it's super flexible, it's very easy to list an item. It's not as easy as some other platforms, but it's still pretty simple. And for the most part, they're very seller and buyer centric, which is good for you because if you're a seller, you want to make sure you're protected where, you know, if somebody has a problem with your item, or just try wants to scam you they can't do that as easily on ebay as they would some of the other platforms out there but ebay is pretty good i enjoy it a lot because it is so diverse and there are so many people on there that you oftentimes get a very broad audience looking at your item which is good because you go from having maybe an audience of a few million people to tens of millions of people looking at your item on eBay versus a smaller platform like Mercari. So having more people look at your item obviously gets more eyes and views on the item and you have a better shot of somebody seeing that item and wanting to buy it. So I like eBay for that and I like the fact that they've been in the game for so long that they have a system down that rewards sellers for trying to help the buyers out as easily as possible and starting out that may not seem good to you but when you're doing any sort of an online business or business in general you really want to provide the best services for your customers as possible and that's how Amazon has kind of grown to be the business it is today they took losses for 20 years building a business but they were always very customer centric and that's kind of what has built them to the multi-billion dollar business that they are now and eBay is 
sort of like that in the fact that they reward sellers who are on the ball and have learned how to sell on their platform and how to make customers happy, which is good because as you progress, you get to make more sales that way. And it just kind of helps you out in general moving on down the road. The other thing about eBay is that what a lot of people don't know is they have a lot of different perks for selling on eBay that you may not get other places. So I'm talking about like shipping rates. Shipping rates are usually pretty good uh, compared to what you would pay out of pocket. eBay has a way of negotiating deals with big shipping services like USPS and the UPS and FedEx where they take a cut of each shipping label that's sold to USPS and FedEx and UPS. But in return, you know, those shipping companies are getting a ton more business because we're shipping through them. And eBay lightens our load a little bit and gives us a discount on shipping labels. So it's nice because you're not paying the prices you normally would if you wanted to ship a box of cookies or something like that to a friend you get a lot cheaper of a rate and that helps you out with shipping heavier items that helps you out with shipping really anything because you're usually getting a discount especially for the faster services they'll usually give you a deeper discount on faster shipping services because they want your customer to be happy and the customer is always happier when the item arrives quicker so eBay is pretty good for that I make I would say probably 85% of my sales on eBay, 85 to 95, 85 to 90% of my sales because it's just such a good platform to sell on. And there's so many people on there that I can usually get my items seen pretty easily. So I like eBay. I like listing on there. I don't really have too many problems with it. A lot of people get worried about scams on eBay and how you hear all these horror stories of people selling their items to someone and the person says that it was broken and then they send them an empty box back or something like that. And that happens very rarely. That's only ever happened once to me. And luckily it wasn't an item that I'd actually paid anything for. It was something I'd gotten for free. So it wasn't a big deal, but that's kind of old school and not something that happens really that much anymore on eBay. I don't really hear of it happening too much to people unless they're a brand new seller. And oftentimes what you hear is somebody was scammed, but in reality, they really didn't know what they were doing with eBay. And so they sent their item and the person said it was broken. When they sent it back, it got to back to the seller broken. And in reality, the seller hadn't packaged the item properly or the shipping company had broken the item and the seller hadn't managed to hadn't thought enough to buy insurance on it or whatever so a lot of that stuff you learn as you go on that it's not really something you have to worry about because out of all the things that i've sold and i've sold items priced from five dollars to several hundred dollars you're not really ever gonna have to worry about that and even if you do you can go the extra step and buy shipping insurance on whatever you ship. So if the person says it was lost and they keep it for themselves, you still get the money for the sale. It's only like a couple bucks more anyways. So eBay's pretty good. They're super reliable. They're super good with helping you out. If you have a problem, you just call them. They're usually pretty good at getting back to you and in a timely manner and stuff. I have a good time with them. I really do a lot of my sales there and 
it's my best platform to go to as is for a lot of newer resellers they usually start out on ebay another platform that i touched on a little bit earlier was amazon and i'm not going to touch a whole lot on amazon because i sell on amazon very sparingly and that's probably to my detriment but a lot of the time i hear people having problems with amazon down the road when they start building a large successful business and then Amazon cuts them off for whatever reason. May it be the business was selling something that Amazon no longer agrees with or the business isn't selling something essential. I mean, especially right now with the coronavirus going around, Amazon has screwed a lot of people out of money and a lot of businesses that were selling things that are considered now non-essential to Amazon, things that aren't your typical things you would use every day. So anything that's not food or a type of clothing or you know stuff like cosmetics like the like soap or shampoo or something like that a lot of those sellers have been banned from sending stuff into Amazon until the whole co- coronavirus thing kind of clears up and that puts a huge stress on them because they're usually feeding their families based off of what they're selling and now Amazon's basically told them you can't send anything into us and it's kind of become a huge mess for the reselling world because a lot of the people that are making a lot of money on their businesses aren't able to make that money right now. And a lot of them are trying to build a larger business, so are reinvesting almost all of their profits in a new product, and it's just causing a huge problem for them that way. But Amazon's good if you are looking to do sales for things like electronics. Electronics do really well on Amazon, and then books are another huge item to sell on Amazon. I primarily sell books on Amazon whenever I sell and you can make a lot of money selling books on Amazon because that's most people's go-to whenever they're buying books for college or for some sort of schooling they usually look on Amazon first and the reason being Amazon has everything so why go anywhere else when you can get the book in two days and you usually don't know to order your books or a lot of people don't order their books ahead of time so they end up showing up to class and they want the books like two days later so they go to Amazon so I've done really well with Amazon I've done extremely well with books because the buy cost is usually anywhere from 25 cents to about five bucks and you can sell books on Amazon pretty high a lot of textbooks are going for about 80 bucks plus so it's really not that hard if you get some good textbooks to make a pretty decent amount of profit on Amazon. The only thing is you have to apply to sell on there and you have to give them your tax number and a bunch of other, like your social security number because they 1099 you if you have a certain amount of sales. I want to say it's $20,000 in gross sales. They will 1099 you and then you'll have to claim that as taxes. So that's just something they ask for it's a bit more tedious of a process than just signing up on ebay but it's worth it if you're going to be doing large amount of sales or you just want more traction about 50 percent of all online sales happen on amazon so you want to be a part of that and it's definitely a great platform to get on i just am more cautious about making it my full place of selling because if something happens you're kind of dead in the water So just keep that in mind, but definitely recommend getting signed up on Amazon and doing some sales that way. Another platform that I like to sell on is Mercari, and a lot of people don't know about Mercari, but it is 
one of my favorite things to do is just list on Mercari and watch people buy things on there. Because what you have on Mercari is a lot of millennials. So eBay is kind of like Facebook right now where you started out with a lot of younger people using it and then as it became more recognized, older people got onto it and now everybody uses it and it's just kind of a standard thing that's in in society. And Mercari is a lot newer, so you can think of like Mercari as like TikTok right now. And Mercari is a lot of millennials on there. They are really excited to just buy things. And a lot of the things they buy from me on Mercari, I would not sell anywhere else. I'm fully convinced of it because there's just no way that somebody on eBay is paying 20 to $30 for this disgusting like looking stuffed animal that I'll sell on Mercari. And so I've made some really good sales on Mercari. There's a lot less people on there, so you're not going to sell through items as fast. At least in my general selling, I haven't sold through items as fast. There's a lot of people that do sell items really well on Mercari and do it for a living and do very, very successful businesses with it. But they take 10%. So eBay takes about 10% and then PayPal takes 2.9%. And that's going to be changing here soon because eBay is going to go to their own payment system where they only take a set percentage. And I'm pretty sure it's going to stay at 10% and kind of cut PayPal out so eBay takes all the profits. But PayPal takes their money, eBay takes their money. Um, where Mercari, you're just giving them straight 10%. You're not doing the extra 2.9% that you do on PayPal. So you're only doing 10% on Mercari and the shipping options are super easy to set up. Like everything on Mercari is just very easy. I can do a listing on eBay in probably about five to ten minutes, depending on how detailed and how much research I want to do. Mercari, I could bang out listings in like a minute, two minutes, because it's just so quick and it's so optimized to list on your phone, where all my pictures are stored, anyways. That it's just quick, easy. It's made for young people, and young people just seem to spend more on stupid things than older people. So I do pretty well on that platform. I enjoy it. I think it was started by somebody in Japan and it migrated over to the US and the one word of caution would be if you're a, a desktop like laptop kind of person uh, you're not gonna like Mercari because it's optimized for listing on the phone and you can list from desktop but there's not as many options so just keep that in mind but primarily you'll have a good time selling on Mercari and you can make a lot of money selling stuffed animals and mugs and all the little cheap things you would find at a garage sale or a thrift store. Those are the kind of things I do really well on a Mercari that I can't sell anywhere else because nobody wants them. So I do really well with that. And then Poshmark's another one. I don't really mess around with Poshmark a whole ton. I have probably about 120 items up on Poshmark right now. And I do all right. I've probably made about five sales and I don't really pay attention to it too much because it's just, it's really not something I enjoy. You have to list items and then after you list them, you're supposed to share your closet every day. So that just means you go on to your listings and you click the share button and you have to manually click it. So if you have like a couple hundred items in your store, you're wasting like five to six minutes clicking through the share button and just hitting like share to my followers roughly three to four times a day. So it's good to share on Poshmark morning, afternoon, and night. And for me, it's just time consuming and monotonous. And I've, I've found ways to make it more automated. 
And the problem with that is once you actually start getting into Poshmark and you do a lot of sales and stuff, automating your account, I think, is necessary. But it's also really against their terms of service, and they will kick you off the platform for doing that. And so it's just kind of a balance of do you want to keep your account in good health versus do you want to waste a lot of time sharing all your items and going and finding other people's closets and sharing those and it's just kind of monotonous to me i don't i don't think it's really a good platform at all and but a lot of people do well and i'll take that back it is a good platform it's a good platform if you have a lot of clothing if you're very social media oriented and if you enjoy doing things like that for me i just don't find a lot of joy in listing and selling on poshmark but that's not to say you can't make a lot of money on it i know a lot of people that make a lot of money on it and it does a lot of times get you that extra premium because people on Poshmark, like Mercari, are skewing to be younger. So you can sell things to younger people a lot more expensive than older people. That's more or less just a theory, but a lot of people kind of agree that millennials buy more than older people. And I see that a lot of younger people typically buy more expensive items from me than, than older people do. So... That's kind of my thoughts on reselling platforms. There's a couple other ones. I don't really mess around with those too much. Platforms like Depop, Etsy, um, what are some other ones? Uh, Grailed, StockX, and Goat. I'll have to do a, a show about shoes because I do sell a good amount of shoes and I do use StockX and Goat. I use Goat a lot more, but they're two shoe platforms if you've never heard of them. And they're pretty good. I enjoy the way that they're set up, and I think that they're set up to do a pretty successful model compared to just eBay and Mercari. I think that they have something different that they offer, and I kind of enjoy that a lot when it comes to selling shoes because it makes the process a lot smoother for me. So I'll have to do a show on that, but for now, I think I'm going to wrap this up, and I'm going to get going, um, kind of finishing up a drive over to my girlfriend's house. So... I am actually about to get there. So with that being said, I'll let you guys kind of gel on what I've kind of said about these platforms. And you can pick and choose. And I highly advise cross-posting, which means that you list one item on multiple platforms. I've never had an item sell on two platforms unless I sold it one day and then forgot to take it down. And then it sold like a month later on a different platform. But you'll never have like a coffee mug or a t-shirt sell on eBay and then like in two seconds it sells on Poshmark. That's just never going to happen. So I highly advise cross-listing and getting your items up on different platforms and just gets your item in front of a bunch of different audiences and kind of makes you more visible as a seller and gets you the ability to be more profitable. But I'm going to wrap it up. I'm going to let you guys think about what I've said and if you guys have any questions or anything, hit me up on Instagram, hit me up on Twitter, and I'd love to help you out with anything I can. But that being said, you guys have a good one, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace.